a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fifth Seal, Episode 7. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. Let me just apologize up front if there suddenly becomes the sound of construction in the background. They're finishing my basement down here, so um, there may be some loud noises. I'll just talk a little louder. We'll get through this. Um, No big deal. The Fifth Seal is a podcast uh, to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world and to pray through the uh, top countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list. So we do a countdown of those top countries, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. Yesterday was eight, today's seven, tomorrow is six, and so on. So um, that's just a little background on the podcast for those who might be new and just joining us. Um, With all that being said, it is Tuesday, November 24th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. The leader of a house church in China's Yunnan province was detained for five days as his, quote, administrative punishment, unquote, since he held worship at his residence and, quote, disturbed public order, unquote. According to China Aid, on November 15th, Li Chuns, the leader of a house church in Panlong district in the city of Kunming, saw Changbang police, Changqing, Changqing police, raided his house and accused the fellowship he attended for disturbing the order of public places. Mr. Lee, a local believer, told China Aid, quote, the staff from the District Religious Affairs Bureau said that it is illegal for believers to participate in religious activities at a venue not approved by the government. Numerous police officers transported all the attendees to the police station for interrogation. That evening, officials released all those they had arrested but one, Lee Chunze, who remains detained, unquote. The decision for administrative punishment provided by his church members shows that Lee was subject to administrative detention from November 16th to November 21st and fine, though it did not specify the amount. He was detained in Kunming Municipal Detention Center. The house church, led by Lee, was established about 10 years ago, with most of the members being local senior citizens. While their Sunday service does not inconvenience their neighbors, local police and officials, from the Religious Affairs Bureau have requested them multiple times to join the the state-sanctioned three-self church to which they refused. So, again, just more examples of the government in China uh, really cracking down on individual house churches, anything that's not registered with the state, regulated by the state, the government of China is doing everything they can to, to crack down and put an end to these smaller house churches uh, throughout China. Also from persecution.org, the UK's Prime Minister Boris Johnson has been urged to offer asylum to Maria Shabazz, Myra Shabazz, a 14-year-old Pakistani Christian girl who was abducted, forcefully married, and forcefully, forcefully converted to Islam earlier this year. According to Aid to the Church in Need, Shabazz 
remains under threat months after she escaped her abductor and returned to her family. On April 28, 2020, Shabazz was abducted at gunpoint by Mohammed Nakish Tariq, a 45-year-old man, and two accomplices, accomplices while walking home in Medina Town near Faisalabad. According to witnesses, the abductors forced Shabazz into a car and fired gunshots in the air as they fled the scene. Aid to the church in need supports Shabazz reports Shabazz told police she was drugged, raped, and forced to sign blank papers that were later used by Nakash as a marriage certificate and a conversion certificate. Shabazz, was, Shabazz also claimed that Nakish filmed her being raped and threatened to release the video online if she resisted. In August, Shabazz escaped Nakash's custody and fled into hiding with her parents. Her escape took place five days after the Lahore High Court validated her marriage to Nakash. Recently, more than 9,000 people signed a petition asking the Prime Minister to grant Shabazz and her family asylum in the UK. Supporters claim that Shabazz faces threats from vigilantes who, acu who accuse her of committing apostasy for breaking off the marriage with Nakash. In a statement, Shabazz appealed directly to Prime Minister Johnson, quote, I am very much scared due to the threats to my life and my family, unquote. Shabazz said in the statement, quote, please protect me, unquote. So, we see a lot of this. This happens quite a bit where in um, Pakistan where men will, Muslim men will uh, kidnap Christian girls and exactly what she just said happened to her. We just saw it recently with with Arzu Raja um, and the courts returned, they returned her to her, well, they, I don't know that she's been returned to her family yet. We haven't got that update yet, but the court upheld the fact that she was a teenager. She was um, a minor and not able to be married to this man, removed from her abductor. Um, but the last I heard, she was in a shelter and not had not been returned home to her family. So we see this a lot. So let's pray for um, Myra Shabazz here and her family that uh, Boris Johnson will grant them asylum and help her to escape the, the threats made on her life uh, by this man who abducted her and uh, raped her and did horrible things to her simply because he thought he could get away with it because she is a Christian. So that brings us to our world watch list country for today, which is the Sudan. A few facts about Sudan. The region is Africa. The persecution type is Islamic oppression. The persecution level is extreme. The population of Sudan is 42,514,000, of which about 1,963,000 are Christians. The main religion is Islam, the government is transitional, and the leader is Prime Minister Abdallah Hamdok. Sudan's current political chaos has left Christians in limbo. The succession of South Sudan in 2011 has also made Christians more vulnerable as Islamic conservatives in Sudan push for a Sharia state. Recently, the government has arrested or intimidated many Christian leaders, and numerous churches have been demolished, including places of worship that have been used for years that had been in use for years. Extremists have attacked Christians, especially in the Nuba Mountain region, where thousands of Christians have been killed or displaced. The ethnic-cultural landscape of the country is also complicated. Arab versus ethnic African, Muslim versus Christian. This is, all, this is particularly true for ethnic Africans, as a significant number are Christian and still living in the country. All Christian communities in Sudan are afraid of having conversion conversations about their faith with Sudanese Muslims as this might be construed as an act 
uh, as being a, quote, act that encourages apostasy against Islam, unquote. The level of persecution that converts and, converts and ethnic Africans face is enormous. There have been arrests, many churches have been demolished, and others are on an official list awaiting demolition. Many Christians have been, go have been attacked indiscriminately in areas like the Nuba Mountains, where there is an ongoing conflict between government forces and rebel groups. So as not to be discovered, converts from Islam will often refrain from raising their children as Christians because this might attract the attention of the government and community leaders, since children might inadvertently reveal their, the faith of their parents. This fear even extends to funerals where deceased Christians with a Muslim background are often buried according to Islamic rites in Muslim cemeteries, even though Christian and Muslim cemeteries are separate. Christian converts with a Muslim background are particularly at risk since the law officially punishes conversion from Islam to another religion by death. They usually refrain from owning Christian materials or accessing Christian TV or websites. If discovered, these could be used as evidence against them by family or officials. Christian children are often harassed in school or playgrounds due to their parents' faith. A, high, a very high level of violence against Christians is evident, particularly in the Nuba Mountains, Darfur, South Kordofan, and the Blue Nile State regions where Christians are targeted indiscriminately by government security forces. So some prayer points for Sudan. In 2019, civilian protests brought an end to the rule of dictator Hassan al-Bashir. Further civilization protests forced the Transitional Military Council to seek agreement with the coalition of opposition forces. Thank the Lord for these changes and the agreement that was reached. Pray for continued openness as much uncertainty still remains, especially for religious minorities like Christians. Pray for wisdom and accountability for the new transitional council headed by Abdallah Hamdak. As the future of religious freedom remains unclear following the coup, pray that true religious freedom will be implemented. And people are still mourning the 100 people killed in the violent crackdown on pro-democracy protesters by Sudan's security forces in the summer of 2019. Pray that the Lord will be at work in these circumstances, saving the lost and encouraging his children. Let's pray. Father, thank you again so much for this time we have to come together to, to worship you, to, to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. We thank you for the platform that we have. Lord, we still are able to, through Facebook and through YouTube, we're still able to, to do these things, Lord, um, to come together across vast distances and even across time as people will watch this video or listen to this podcast later today, tomorrow, but yet still be joining their voices with us as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in China. Um, we pray for this man, this uh, Li Qinze, who is the leader of this house church. We pray that uh, that you would continue to, to guide him as, as a, a pastor leader in this house church and that you would raise up new believers through the stories and the witness of his persecution and his proclamation of the gospel, Lord, um, that he would call people to repentance and that you would draw those people to yourself through his words and, and through the witness there. Lord, protect the house churches that are not state registered, um, that are able to, to not uh, have to submit to government authorities and what they preach and are able to continue to just truly preach your gospel and call people to repentance and faith. Lord, we lift up uh, 
our sister uh, Myra Shabazz and her family in Pakistan. Lord, we do pray that you would move upon the heart of Boris Johnson to to have him grant them asylum in in the UK and to where she can get away from the threats upon her life and her family's life um, there in Pakistan as she has fled her abductor. Lord, we pray for justice to come to that man who, who kidnapped her and forced her into marriage, who raped her. Um, we pray that, Lord, that, that you would bring justice there and that he would find repentance in you and that you would draw him to yourself, Lord, and that he would truly repent and put his faith in you as well. And Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Yemen with, uh, with the, the changes in the government, Lord. We do pray that, that you would protect those religious minorities there, um, that you would uh, just bring boldness to those who would proclaim your gospel, um, but bring protection for them. We pray for the, this new leader, Abdallah Hamdok, that you would guide him as, he, uh, as the country the, and the government transitions. Lord, we do pray for, uh, for religious freedom in this country, that, that Christians and, and all religious minorities would be able to practice their faith according to uh, their conscience, but truly that Christians would be able to practice their faith according to your word, and that they would be able to proclaim the gospel, and that all of those people that hear the gospel would be drawn to you, Lord, um, that they would repent and they would tr put their trust in you and that your church would truly grow there in Sudan, Lord. And we do pray for those who are mourning, um, especially those who have been killed because of their faith, those who have been killed in protests. Lord, we pray that you are, you would bring comfort to those families and that your gospel would be truly a comfort to them. And you would use that to draw people to repentance and faith in you. And again, that your church would continue to grow in all of these areas where persecution is happening on a regular basis and that you would use that to glorify yourself, Lord, because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you for, for putting up with uh, of just a really weird uh, situation with all kinds of noise. I got kids upstairs jumping around, and I got construction going on in another room, and um, you guys are awesome for... Uh, sticking through and continuing to pray and uh, and uh, lifting up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith in Christ. If you know anybody who would be willing to join us um, for 15 to 20 minutes a day uh, to, to hear about our brothers and sisters, hopefully um, over the next few days we don't have as much background noise going on, but um, if they're willing to come and join us, we've got six days left after today. Um, to, to count down and then we get a break through the month of December and we'll pick up again in January for the 2021 World Watch List. But you can invite them to come to the Fifth Seal Facebook page. Um, hit the uh, join button and I will get them approved to be part of that group. Or they can go over to YouTube, the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube. Hit subscribe, no need to be approved in that one. Hit, just hit the subscribe button and they can get all the content that I release there and of course you can get this podcast as an audio mp3 format wherever you get your audio podcast whether it's Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcast, iTunes, Pandora, wherever you get your audio podcast you can pick this up you can share that with them and they can join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world because of their faith in Jesus and as always preach the gospel at all times use words they're necessary 
and until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.